All right, welcome to Five Songs or Less, the internet's number one country music podcast. <laughs> I'm here with my co-host Nate. Hey, uh, this is the podcast where we talk about nothing uh, but country music. Um, no emo, no punk. Two kinds of music: country and western. Uh, the only two. Genres. Today, today our guest is Danny. <laughs> hey, hey, Danny. Hey, thanks for having me on the pod, guys. Hey, anytime. I've been yeah. wanting to come on. For the last uh, two and a half years or whatever. <laughs> so I'm glad to finally be here. That was my intro. We, I did it. <laughs> that was your intro. <laughs> S- since the idea of uh, Nate and Cody both being on this this episode, Cody was like, I want to do the intro. <laughs> I want to do the intro. Well, and yeah, you know what? I mean, it was worth it. As soon as I heard on one of Nate's early episodes that he was thinking about doing a Miranda Lambert episode, yeah, I was like, I've got to get in on this. I cannot believe that that was the thing that brought us together. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know, you asked if we've met before, and I think we. It have, seems likely, but you, I used to have glasses, mm. so you might not recognize me. <laughs> I had LASIK surgery recently, but I was in like a book club with Madeline, right? Many years ago, no? And uh, they, you might have been a part of that. The young adults. Uh, yeah, yes. Reading the, group. Yeah. We had a really clever name. I forget what it yeah, was. The Society of Young. I, oh, the Society of Youthful Readers. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was not involved in this. Reading is not my strong suit. I heard. How, <laughs> how's the one book going, Danny? I've read, uh, let me tell you. A bunch of children's books. If you would like me to recite Goodnight Moon for you, I probably could. Mm, pass. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up? We got three people here. We got to talk over each other and stuff. Is this the first mm. time you've had three? I don't recall. Yeah, that this is the first time I've had three people, uh, except for the time that Lindsay Oxford interviewed Dante and I. Uh but that wasn't recorded for the pod. That was re- <laughs> recorded for Sacramento News. And uh, but that was the only other time you've talked to two people at, at one time. In your life. Yeah, I never have. Interesting. <laughs> I've never done it before. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think that um, to answer your question, Danny, I'm doing fucking great. Thank you. Good. How are you? There's that fly. Um, I'm doing great. I wish I had my fly swatter with me so I could. I can literally see the fly in your screen. <laughs> well, at least he's in here. Bloss is very scared of bugs, and she'll like start. The other night, she uh, we had put her to bed, and she, you know when when we put her to bed, she usually just plays for a little while, uh, and then she eventually falls asleep. Um, but she was just sitting on her bed, like bawling her eyes out because there was a gnat, uh-huh. like. Just chilling on her on her headboard. That's interesting. When my uh, what caused this fear of bugs? Do you I don't think? know. I don't know. Did she eat one at a very young age? Did you feed her a bug at some point? <laughs> no. Why did you feed her a bug, Danny? <laughs> huh. <laughs> Look, she was asking for it. <laughs> for a fly. Eat that fly. <laughs> Cody ate Cody ate bugs before. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. It's a. It's actually a thing I think that we've all done, <clears throat> whether we want to. You know who else not. ate bugs? Cody's not going to get this. Uh, you know who else ate bugs? Diabetti. Oh hell yeah! 
No. Cody's not going to get that. Fucking diabetic. She's no. the worst. The ultimate. <laughs> I'll just speculate. <laughs> Wildly speculating about who diabetic is. <laughs> sounds like sounds like Danny and Nate don't like diabetics. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up. We were, yeah, we were. We were trying to come up with a code word that people wouldn't recognize when we were doing our shit talk. <laughs> <laughs> so diabetes seemed pretty good. Pretty good. Apparently it failed. Uh, I, I, Cody asked if, if Nate wants to do bump it or dump it. Uh, so I don't know if Cody has a, has a bump it or dump it theme. I, well, I thought, you know, since I have found a, um, someone to talk post 90s country music with mm-hmm. i could you know we could use a little icebreaker bump it or dump okay. it or maybe we can call it boot it or scoot it, boot it Ooh, or scoot oh it, please, yeah <clears throat> except boot and scoot are kind of the same things i know what you mean though i mean you're I feel like booting something or scooting <clears throat> something i feel like we can make the we can define boot as give it give it the kick and like kick it away and scoot it as like you dance with it Therefore, you bump it. Oh, like you, okay. you scoot on closer to me. Yeah, or like you will, you gotcha. know, like it, it gets you, it moves okay. you. It brings you, it brings you to testify. Okay. Okay. I thought, um, I was thinking the other way, but. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm the order it. boot, bump, scoot, dump, but, yeah. but you're right. Scoot makes more sense for the bump. Like you're scooting it towards you or you're, you're we just got to change it. it up. Scoot, scoot it or boot it. Scoot it or boot it. I, Everyone gets it. Uh, I'm actually really curious to play this because I think your assumption about my... Let's find out a little bit about my post-90s country knowledge in this boot it or scoot it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not trying to, like, quiz you or, or, <laughs> oh, or I think, anything. I was just more, more looking along the lines of where we can connect on this. Word. I do think a quiz can be appropriate, right? Because you're often, you know, Danny and I met each other on this podcast and quickly fell in love and like i don't yeah, know it's yeah. it's it's a time to uh it's a time to really like lay it down you know set your boundaries I w- you know i was thinking of like writing up some sort of like dating game mm-hmm. questions oh, that, and oh, then yeah. danny could host us but uh that would have taken too much time and maybe given danny like i've already taken over this podcast for this episode i feel even worse <clears throat> like all right danny you've got to do this now oh no i'm i'd be super into that if we want to <laughs> do uh, Haley Whittier episode, although Cody's already mm. listened to Haley Whittier, Whittier a little bit from what I've been told, but yeah, well, in full disclosure, I have listened to a little bit of, of Miranda Lambert. Oh yeah. Cody we'll, broke we'll, the rules. We'll, That's we'll what get we should have started with. Maybe we'll get into this once we start. <laughs> I will. I want to clarify, Danny, that you never, uh, <clears throat> set Just those because rules. I've I never, never, I mean, I know said I've... the rules out loud to anyone, but Dante, who's no longer part of this <laughs> yeah. podcast doesn't mean is that some sort of fight club shit like what exactly (laughs) are we talking about here you're you're only allowed to listen to the the five songs you're you're not allowed to listen to anything else or fewer you can stop after a track sure sure yeah (laughs) if you really really hate it after one song oh yeah uh, and you don't want to listen to the other four sure by all means frequent listeners of the pod when dante was here is uh would recognize if you listen to songs that are not on the, the playlist, you're considered a bad boy. Yeah, that's true. Mm, mm, okay. It's, I mean, well, you can live with that though, right, Cody? Like that's, yeah, I mean, I've been a, a bad boy in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Sunglasses on, 
collar popped. All right, let's let's scoot and boot. Um, let's do it. All right. Okay, so I've I've got five five female country artists and five male country artists. Okay. Um, and I'm just I'm feeling out what you're into, Nate. So we'll we'll start, and it kind of starts easy, <clears throat> and maybe gets a little harder. Oh, I don't yeah. know, not not really. Okay, so scoot it or boot it, Do- Dolly Parton. Oh, I will scoot Dolly Parton. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. All right, scoot one hundred percent. Okay, I'm yeah, playing was... too. I don't care if you don't want to. No, no, yeah, I want you. I want you to play. <laughs> Danny answers first from now on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, scoot it or boot it, uh, Casey Musgraves. <clears throat> uh, scoot most of it. I don't like her new album though. Mm-hmm. What about? But I don't like her house. You should not like any uh, rich person's house. That makes sense. What's wrong with her house? Uh, uh, Amanda likes watching these um, uh, architectural mm-hmm. digest home tour thingies where they like go to celebrity homes and it's kind of like cribs but cringy in a different way. What class? What channel yeah. is that on? YouTube. Okay, will you send me the link later? I, l- I love a good home tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> sure. I'll send you um, that one. And then we watched uh, <laughs> someone uh, raiding their raiding Casey Musgraves' Ooh. house and then showing the photos of what it looked like before. Uh, it made me not like the house even more because it looked so oh, nice man. before. Dang. She fucked it up. Yeah, hell yeah. Dang. Um, t- I watch those from time to time. Aaron Paul has a really nice house. Oh. Okay. Hell yeah. Check out Aaron Paul's house. <laughs> I have a long-winded answer for this one, Cody. Longer than my long-winded <clears throat> answer? <laughs> Are you going to go into where her, her where she lives? Yeah. No, of course not. No, it's actually funny that you bring, like, it's not funny. This came up a couple days ago because, like, I have, I used to have a Facebook account that I was more active on. It's actually a place where I used to pester Danny, even though I didn't know him. I just knew Amanda and <laughs> Danny and I were somehow friends on Facebook. And now I don't have a Facebook account. I have a work account that I use every once in a while. And I follow my dad, just my dad. Um, (laughs) And I will go on and I'll like, and I'll pester him a little bit. And Mm -hmm. he ran up, there's a, there's a country musician from a town close to where I grew up. I'm from a rural Washington state um, named Mm -hmm. Brandy Clark. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Brandy Clark. She's lesser, lesser known, I think. Yeah, I feel like I know the name, but I, I couldn't name a song. For sure. She's more of like, I mean, I get a little bit like Haley Whittier's in that I think the work that you would probably that would probably be most commonly known is the songs that she has written for bigger stars. Um, sure. But like there was a Washington Post article that was like 15 women in country you should know or something. And my dad posted it because Brandy Clark was one of the featured musicians. And he's like, gotcha. he's like this like hometown pride guy. He's like, Brandy Clark went to the community college. We need to honor Brandy Clark, all this shit, which you know, <laughs> props. He's never listened to her. I don't think, but that's fine. Um, and the articles that he quote, he had a, he had a poll quote that he put up on his Facebook thing. And it was talking about Casey Musgraves, um, you know, making room and lifting up um, queer country artists. Brandy, Brandy Clark mm-hmm. identifies as a lesbian. And um, they made a comparison. The WAPO art, uh, author made a comparison to Clark's album, um, 1220. I can't remember her first album. Her debut album came out the same year that um, Same Trailer, Different Park came out. And mm-hmm. um, in the WAPO thing, they're like, but but Same Trailer, Different Park received, you know, all this, all this press and mention. Um, whereas this like lesbian musician did not. And I, I got into a little tiff with him on Facebook and I was like, yeah, but that album is unbelievably <laughs> good. Like I'm not, I'm not denying that Clark perhaps isn't getting the, the, 
the uh, respect that she deserves, but like that's a stupid comparison to make because Casey Musgraves' yeah. debut album is fucking killer. It's really it good. It's very killer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm in agreement. <laughs> I feel like uh, I, I would obviously need to look into that a little more, but uh, I don't know. I feel like Casey Musgraves was like on a major already and stuff too. With that I think debut. so, yeah. I don't know who put that album out. I guess I could look. I Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure that was a major... A major release. I did notice as I was doing some research on Miranda Lambert that on one of Miranda Lambert's earlier albums, Casey Musgraves has a writing credit on one of the songs. And I wish I now I wish I would have taken note of oh, really song. But yeah, it sounds like she maybe did some songwriting oh. before she broke big as yeah. well. It happens, nah. You know yeah. who didn't? You know who didn't do that? Miranda fucking Lambert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could I could talk about. Casey Musgraves a lot. I'm with you. I don't. I don't love the new album. It was a little disappointing. There's some cringy yeah. stuff on it. She's like the day you know we're recording this. Not that long after the news of the Roe versus Wade being overturned uh, was announced, and that same same night that it was leaked was the Met Gala, and the next day. Casey Musgraves only posted stuff from the Met Gala <laughs> and that like bummed me out. It's yeah. interesting you say and that because WAPO thinks that she's quite a crusader. Quite <laughs> I, I know. I mean, she's get has this reputation and maybe rightfully so because she's pretty mainstream country artist. So she's bringing that to people who maybe would not have any exposure to it whatsoever, but it's kind of bare minimum. Mm hmm. And on that last on that last album, there's a song, the song, I think it's called Cherry Blossoms. It's like so close to having that like kind of awful cliche, like turning Japanese riff that like is very embarrassing and shouldn't be in a song anymore. Like kind of like to like bring in some like cultural flavor or something. (laughs) And it's uh, I don't know. She missed it. Um, I I think she's a little little tone deaf. Yeah. Okay, move, moving on. Uh, Shania Twain. <laughs> oh, I mean, yes, yes. I like, I love Shania Twain. I'm not. I can't say like. Oh wait, I'm sorry, Danny. You have to answer. Apologies. Um, I mean, I I really probably only know the the singles. Uh, she just did that thing with Harry Styles. Um, Pretty good. So, for that that one song. Is it, is it uh, feel like a woman or something like that? Yeah, that's that's one of that's, them. That's <laughs> the one I know. Gotcha. Uh, it's a good song, and, and she did it with Harry Styles at Coachella. That was pretty cool. So was pretty uh, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I give it like a, instead of a scoot, because my, my, I would say scoot, but I only mm-hmm. know the one song off the top of my head. So mm-hmm. can I give it like a nudge? A nudge? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Like you were on your skateboard and you gave one push and you sort of rolled until it stopped exactly. rolling or something. Until I stopped. <laughs> Very I good. <laughs> I guess like for me, Shania Twain, like uh, the album, The Woman and Me, Any Man of Mine mm-hmm. and like that, um, I gotta look up the songs. I'm terrible with song titles. Apologies, Cody. Yeah. Um, no problem. I am too. She's got some songs on there. Um, uh, the the one about the boots. Uh, um, mm-hmm. Who's whose bed have your boots, boots been, been under? under? Correct. Yeah. Like well, that album. That <laughs> album in particular, but that song is. I just fucking love it. Her later stuff is not something that I've spent much time listening to. Yeah, unfortunately. Me yeah. Me neither. I I got a copy of the the vinyl of uh, the woman and me 
like in like oh, March. Man. It came in the mail like March nineteenth, twenty twenty. So my first uh-huh. days in COVID <laughs> oh, isolation are like me just playing that shit super loud with the windows down, being like, what the hell is this world? It was pretty rad. Damn, that's awesome. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, that like this this sort of era of country music has somehow shaped and defined my COVID era as well, which is strange. What it, What um, do you... I don't know if uh, Cody has answered any of these. Oh, uh pretty much the same like i think that her singles she's almost like to in my mind like has reached that like camp status where like i don't know her songs are very funny and cheesy but like also just like fun to listen to and mm-hmm. like i love <clears throat> that she there's so many little like uh spoken word commentaries that she does in all of her songs i think is really funny like <laughs> let's go girls oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> Like it's a reoccurring thing, and I think it's great. <laughs> Very unlike Taylor Swift, where her talking sections are not always my favorite part. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. agreed. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> Shania Twain keeps it, it uh, pith, pithy. Sure. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, number four, uh, Faith Hill. No, I don't have any. I don't have any context. I haven't listened to her. Uh, <laughs> okay. Same. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same. But a couple weeks ago, I heard. Her man, now I can't remember the name of the song, but I heard a song in on like in the on the radio, and it was way better than I remember it being. But also kind of campy and cheesy. There was lots of like vocoder auto tune involved, uh-huh. but like from like the the share yeah. era of auto tune, like yeah, pretty great. Okay, um, I'm gonna have to dive deeper into yeah, faith. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, last last but not least for the ladies, uh, the chicks. Um, shit, it's a good, Danny, it's a, it's a, it's your call. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna scoot them, uh, specifically on the, their, their, uh, political stances and the fact that they did a a pretty decent song with Taylor Swift. Oh, I haven't heard that. It's on Lover, the album Lover. Mm. Shit, I gotta agree with that. that. I guess, like, I don't think... I'm going to do a Danny Skateboard uh, vibe. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I do remember uh, Political Stances, George Bush era, that stuff being pretty rad and, you know, me being just like, oh, cool. Yeah. It sucks It sucked that, that that was a thing that could make you famous. Um, I think that Gaslighter has some moments that I really liked. And then, why, is it Wide Open Spaces is the name of the album? I can't remember the one yeah, with the little... Yeah. The other one that I've heard. And then they have that one mm-hmm. where they're walking. I don't really know that one. I think, like, there are some songs that I can get down with it's just not so it's not a band I go to very frequently. Yeah. Gaslighter has some like great, great songs on it, I think. And then some less than great songs. And <laughs> yeah, their their hits are all good. It's funny because I've really only listened to Gaslighter like as an album all the way through, and then I just know like all their kind their of singles. Singles. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. The their political stance has is what piqued my in- interest initially. For well, sure. actually, and Back in the day, my sister, I mean, she still loves them and like would play them in the car when she was driving me around. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of like seeped in by osmosis, even though at that time, like it was not into that kind of music. All right. Uh, this is taking longer than I thought it would. So we don't we can stop. Or Let's we can, fucking oh, we, keep going. Right. Can, can I throw a couple names out for you? Yeah. From, please. From, uh, so I want to know about the high women. Oh, oh. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I will definitely scoot them, but also I was surprised with how 
many accolades they got as a band, whereas they individually did not were not as well acclaimed that year. Cause like Brandy Carlisle yeah. put out like great music that year. I'm, I'm a huge Amanda Shires fan. She oh. does great stuff, but yeah, no, they're awesome. It's a good point actually. Yeah. I don't, even to this day, Brandy Carlisle maybe is getting the recognition, but it's yeah. not, it's, they're not individual artists who really are flying on their own in the same yeah. way that you would expect. Yeah. But I, I think, I think it was, uh, they got the NPR bump, I think. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and, and, uh, and they really like broke through because just because they were so outspoken and were definitely going for a making a stance kind of a thing and and speaking out, which is super cool. It also took me a really long time. I thought they just called themselves the high women like they were high, like they smoked a lot of weed. <laughs> no. And then when I spoke it out loud and it was like high women, it's like, <clears throat> oh, it sounds just like high women. That's why they did that. Word. pretty pretty dumb i mean i knew they were playing on that because they're that they were they did a version of the highwayman but uh anyways word okay i will do two more gretchen wilson Ooh, yeah I don't, I don't know uh going by the last time i heard them heard her and what i thought of her then i would boot it but <laughs> yes my my mind has been expanded since then so who knows maybe it's maybe it's good uh <laughs> i don't know who that is oh my gosh she, i feel like that's a style of country is she somehow related my, to brian wilson she's brian wilson's wife <laughs> weirdly <laughs> um no she she um has sort of like she's got like a white tr- like a proud white yeah. trash vibe Oh. And uh, very big where I came from. And I, I recently bought um, a shirt of hers, <laughs> a tour shirt from the 90s. And she's standing with her hands. She's holding the, the, the st- handlebars and standing up on a four-wheeler. And it says under the uh, four-wheeler scene um, where she's out in the woods or something, it says here for the party. And oh, I just fucking that rules. love it, dude. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm, I'm with, I don't know if I'd boot. I think she's a singles, like definitely like uh, the singles are cool. And she does a real fucking kick-ass Loretta Lynn song on the tribute to Loretta, Loretta Lynn album, oh, which I highly recommend. There's some really okay. good shit on there, including I from the last woman that. I want to ask about is Leanne Womack. Oh, yes. Uh, I will. I uh, I will boot her or sorry, scoot her just on name alone because I know that I like her songs, but I have trouble. There's a lot of though like women from that era that I can, the, the second tier country artists from yeah. that era, like your Leanne Womax and your Jody Messina's and, uh, and, uh, I, I mean, and others that I kind of tend to get confused with each other. Word. What's, what's her hit? Uh, her hit is not what I like. Um, dance. Oh, okay. Uh, what is, uh, let me figure this out. So she has an album called the lonesome, the, the lonely, the lonesome and the gone. That's um, from ni- 2019. That's very good, and an album oh. um, from two years before that or 2016. That's really good. I recommend checking that okay. that, that real late stuff out. It's I hope you dance is her single single from oh, the 90s. Yeah. That is very yeah. like pop country like yeah shit. Those okay. Yeah. Continue with yours. Okay. All right. Well, I'll move, moving on to the male artists. Like I said, we can go faster if you want. But uh, uh, Jason Isbell. 
Danny? Um, what little I've heard, uh, I will scoot. Um, but I, w- I would be more than happy to do an episode on, on Jason Isbell sometime. Okay. I was listening to the Joshua Ray, um, Walker, Joshua Ray Walker. Thank you. Um, list playlist that you made Cody when I was driving down to see Haley Whittier's with my wife and Shannon and, uh, she was like, you like this? And I was like, yeah, I like this. She's like, yeah, it's good. You like Jason Isabel is what she said. Um, <laughs> I, Cause I hadn't, I don't really listen to the, the, the guy. So I guess okay. my answer is I would also do an episode on, on him. Enthusiastically oh, okay. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I would, I definitely scoot him. He's like, I feel like one of the big dogs right now, at least in like the lefty Americana country music, you know, stuff. But yeah, he's great. An even bigger dog, though, Sturgill Simpson. Um, I I couldn't say, uh, I keep wanting to say toot or boot, like on a drag race. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> uh, I could not scoot or boot old Sturgill. Um, you know what? I, I saw him perform on, um, I think, Colbert, and I would scoot that performance. It was very good. Nice. Danny's an, a late night guy. I'm a late night <laughs> aficionado. Yeah. That's tight. Mm-hmm. I'm a little rookie baby fan, but yeah, definitely, definitely scoot. Cool. Yeah, I'm not, uh, I don't like Stan him. He has some good stuff. It's, it's taken a long time to grow on me. When he first kind of, when I first heard of him and listening to his stuff, I just couldn't get what people loved so much, but, um, reading about him as a person in some interviews and stuff is cool. He did that wild like Netflix special. That's all animated. Have either of you seen that? Really? Oh man. It's like an, it's like anime and there's like a kind of short done by a different animator for each song, kind of like like animatrix or something, but they, it kind of flows together. Uh, I want to say it's called sound and fury Mm -hmm. or something. Um, it is tight festival. (laughs) Yeah, maybe maybe, that, maybe that's what I'm thinking of, but that that is really cool. Like I've never listened to that album on its own, but I've watched that you know 50 uh-huh. minute special a few times. Okay, okay. All right, all right. Going going a little further back in time, uh, George Strait. Yeah, sure. Oh, sorry, Danny. No, no, it's okay. We can go in any order. I'll I'll, I'll give him a scoot because he wears all black. Hmm. I don't think you're thinking of the right guy. Am I not thinking of the right guy? That's Am I thinking Cash. of Clint Black? <laughs> you Cash. might be thinking of Clint Black, who also doesn't wear all black, but his last name is Black. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have I have uh, no opinion. All right, I, I have a uh, whoosh. No, no worries, no worries. I would say that uh, my scoot my scoot includes the fact that I've never listened to like an album uh, yeah. in any way. What about you and George and old George? Uh, my mom is like a huge fan of George Strait and she yep. had, his, this was like the first thing I've ever saw a box set of when I was a kid. She had his like <laughs> box set Whoa. and uh, he has like so many number one record like singles and it's, he's one of those dudes where you're like, maybe don't recognize the song titles, but if you listen to his like best of, you like know every single song Do you, you think, know by heart. You think he's like rich? He's definitely rich. Like super rich, right? yeah yeah get it george yeah (laughs) um all right box set money he's got that yeah he's still selling that box set (laughs) 
on eBay. It's like from his account. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Speaking of super rich, Garth Brooks. Uh, Hold on. I'll go first. Uh, uh, I'll go ahead and scoot him Mm -hmm. for uh, Thunder Rolls alone. Uh-huh. Uh, I was I, when that album came out. I, I liked it a lot when I was a kid. Nice, nice. Uh, and I think he he says like "goddamn" at one point, and oh man, my mm. my little kid ears were never the same. Yeah, yeah. Scoot him. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> he's confusing to me though. I remember like this idea that he <laughs> he couldn't like stream his music anywhere unless he like bought Amazon or some shit or like he. Or, oh yeah, or his you can't stream his music oh, anywhere. Yeah. I um. Own a bunch of his CDs. I own a lot of CDs for of other people too, but yeah, I like him for sure. Nice. Yeah. I scooted him for a huge period of my life, but I've recently you booted come, him. Come, come come back around. Oh yeah, sorry. I booted him for a huge period of my life, but I've recently come back around to scooting him. Um not not everything, but he has some some really good good songs for sure. I, I uh yeah. found out a couple years ago, I guess, whenever Biden was inaugurated, uh, that he has performed at every inauguration since Reagan or Carter, which Reagan is maybe just as bad as Trump, but he did not perform at Trump's, but he's performed at every other inauguration. Uh, For real? Definitely not. That was his his, uh, first concert that he ever played was opening for Reagan. (laughs) (laughs) Really launched him. (laughs) Maybe as maybe as uh, George uh, George Senior, I don't know, but he he's a real he's a real like reach a, reach across the aisle kind of guy. Yeah. Like I I think he's actually probably in his heart very very liberal, but he has to sort of like not talk about that too much. Yeah, but he, yeah he was at he was at Biden's inauguration, right? Yeah, he sang a song, and uh, he had that song. We shall be free which is a little cringy to listen to now, but it, I mean, the, the sentiment behind it is really good. And he, there's even that line where it's like, um, like f- free to love anyone you choose, uh. uh, which, which in my brain as a child meant to me like, Oh, he's, it's okay. It's like an interracial thing. Like, of course, yeah, you should love anyone you, you choose. Uh-huh. But I, I didn't know it was also actually taken as a, as a like pro lgbt stance at the time and that was very controversial Hmm. good job how many people did he play for and at that so he's got that live double disc i just totally love it i'm trying to remember how many people he played for at that it was that like golden gate not golden gate uh what's the uh, park in new york oh central park (laughs) the central park (laughs) madison square garden no, like the out is an outdoor park uh, in new york city and he had like literally a million what? <laughs> like a wild number i'm gonna figure I, this out here for let me see this oh my i believe it okay well while he's it. while nate's googling that uh let's uh scoot or boot uh chris Gaines. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know i've never listened to that i should though i remember watching I, when uh garth brooks was i believe the host of snl and chris yeah. Gaines was the musical guest genius yeah yeah it's good so stuff the 1997 he recorded i think there's a moot there's a video and a cd a double disc held in central park new york dubbed garth stock um <laughs> which is sick 
Garth suck. Like, why didn't you do another t-shirt. one? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It was free of charge in New York City, though, by the way, and became the largest concert ever held in the park with an estimated audience of over one million attendees. Wow. Dang. Unbelievable. Um, can I also, can we talk, I don't know, like, Danny, I tend to... Uh, make these podcasts a little too long. Can we do a? Uh, can we watch a video of Garth? Brooks oh hell together? yeah, we Is can. Possible? <laughs> um, there we don't even have to watch the whole video. Yeah. I just want to see you c- him come out. Like to talk, you talk about like uh, Cody. You're talking about like this guy, like total reach across the aisle guy. Which by the way, I always get a visual of a person literally putting their hand across the aisle. To sh- like it's such a stupid saying. Sure. <laughs> but I also like Garth Brooks confuses me a little bit, and because I think like um, I think you're right. He's probably got some opinions that would be unpopular if he stated them out loud. But he's also just got some some style and some just the way he like does his shit it, uh, in this video of him playing. I think it's at like, oh shit, it must be at like a, it's a country music, the CMAs in 1991. He oh, does, nice. he does Shameless, which is not his song, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, um, I know it as a Garth song, but it's, yeah, you're right. It's probably somebody else's. He's really well known for it in this this recording. So he's at the CMAs in 1991, probably like close to the peak. It's a Billy Joel song, close oh, to yeah. close to like his like peak or like he's a big part for him, right? A big a big time for him. And he just you just gotta see him come out. It's just so sweet and like the way he sings the song. Oh my god, I just gotta check this out. Like <laughs> it just gives me like this feeling like this is a this is a macho country star. I mean he's not that. Is what I'm trying to say. But yeah. All right. I guess like this is um I think it's in there. Am I did I get it? Okay, before I before it starts, I guess like, I remembered like during was it during the promise ring discussion, Danny? Or like we talked about like being like kids, sixteen, seventeen, and then like listening to Davy t- uh, the way he just would talk about like kissing or holding. Yeah, a hand yeah, yeah. Or, like <laughs> just like this, like um, for me at least, and I th- I think Danny, you kind of concurred like the images of like male masculinity that were provided for us totally conflicted with what this guy Davy was talking about, sure. and I think that. That was a big part of the pull for that. For some reason, I was like, "Oh shit, I kind of like how this guy's yeah, talking yeah. about uh, about about uh, kissing." Um, <laughs> instead Switching. of you know, like my typical like you know, fucking new metal that I was listening to or something like that. Like get yeah. get the nookie. It's like get the nookie or a promise ring. Which one do I like? <laughs> Anyhow, like countries like feels like such a masculine dominated uh, genre and macho in certain ways. And then we have this opportunity to watch Garth Brooks perform in front of his peers in 1991, and I will go. Sweet. So this is, you said an award show? Yeah, the Country Music Awards. Oh, that fit. (laughs) Oh, he's got a rose? He's got a rose. So I guess it's a, I forget it's a podcast. Brooks comes out with like this like dark black uh, cowboy hat, black tight pants, looking down with a rose in his hand. And just kicks into Shameless. The uh, headset microphone. Yeah. Headset microphone, that's right. I'm disappointed that he's not like attached to wires. For a, f- a flight across the crowd at some point. Like, how emo is this shit? Like, he's like, <laughs> fist, he's got his hand on his heart, he's just singing it out, still with the rose in front of him. This is just like making my love for Garth Brooks skyrocket. <laughs> no instrument, he's just. Yeah, like he doesn't need the headset because he he only needs to hold the rose with one and, hand, really. Yeah, <laughs> he is. But he's daintily holding that rose the way he will hold you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was butt huggers. Yeah. Way. 
Wrangler butts drive me nuts. Wrang- Wrangler butts, am I right? <laughs> he had the conversation about the mic, and then he was like, yeah, but I need to emote with my free hand. <laughs> yeah. I have to grab my chest and hold my fist. I just, like... Damn. He should be, like... We need to make him into a sensitive boy icon, like the way he <laughs> needs to be the new Morrissey. Yeah, like, yeah. I would love to see Garth and like everyone's throwing flowers at hell him yeah. and he's just like waving them around. Oh, hell yeah. That's and so like, cool. and like hard, hard dudes can like get his lyrics tattooed on their, hell their yeah. neck. I just, oh God. <laughs> Do you think he's wearing some kind of cod piece or something? Uh, it's like perf- it's like perfect. It's it's bulgy, but it's perfectly yeah, yeah, round yeah. down there. The Lord doesn't make him that perfect. These dudes are all dressed perfectly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They got these clothes fresh from Sheldon feed. <laughs> I also Before like that the guitar solo, he like marches up to the stage to stand next to Brooks. Hell yeah. yeah. As, as Garth he looks down like and peels his rose. The flower. Like caressing the rose. <laughs> oh, he dropped a petal. Oh, oh no. Petals are falling. He's doing She Loves Me, he's, She Loves Me Not. He's doing that chest pound too. Whoa. Oh my God, oh. Yes. That hip movement too. Damn. He is feeling it. What um, does Alan Jackson think right now, sitting in the audience? Alan Jackson <laughs> left the building already. <laughs> he doesn't understand this. This, like, I feel like, Cody, you mentioned in that previous episode you were talking through with the Joshua Ray Walker, like, that this kind of stuff didn't, wasn't, like, he was redefining country. It sounds hella country now, but when it was coming oh, out, like... George Bush. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, there's George H.W. Bush just loving it. <laughs> <laughs> that was so great. Anyways, wow. That was incredible. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Thank <laughs> you for sharing that. That was awesome. <laughs> All right, that disrupted the flow. That was well, how many more of these dudes you got? <laughs> I, I, only have, I only have one more, Kay. and it's going to really bring down the room. Uh-oh. Toby Keith. No. Uh, yeah. B- uh, boot. Boot him. <laughs> I agree. Let's, let's boot him. But... Should have been a cowboy is a good song. <laughs> Dope song, yeah. I agree with you there. <laughs> All right. That was awesome. <laughs> that was great. We should watch a Garth Brooks video every time. So open up every episode. I agree. <laughs> should we start a Garth Brooks podcast? Maybe. Date? Or a, a Garth Brooks pop punk cover band. Mmm. I... I took Danny's tip and not, you didn't even tip it, but like you mentioned, you always mentioned that Jimmy pod crew and I listened to one of their episodes uh-huh. and like, I can't imagine like committing to that. That's intense. Like, yeah. uh, uh-huh. it's, it's so long and just one song, but like, it's a cool idea and they do a really good they job do, of it. They do a great job. <laughs> um, that could be done for Garth Brooks. It could be done just for Garth yeah. Brooks. It would be <laughs> very difficult because his move, music is not streaming. So we would all have to borrow Nate's <laughs> CDs. Had to- Buy the records. <laughs> I could burn, yeah, burn CDs and mail them. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Uh, but uh, if if it goes the way of Jimmy Pod, we'd be able to meet all probably all those people that are on stage and, and just not Garth. Yeah, I would. I don't know. I don't know if I could meet Garth. 
I follow him on Instagram and he he has been playing stadiums for the last like six months. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not very responsible, Garth. No. <clears throat> I don't think he could do anything else. Like what if he'd have to do like he'd have to take up a different name like uh, Chris uh, like, something or other and like play in a <laughs> small club. Yeah. No matter where he goes, like 50,000 people just surround him. Man. It's wild. <laughs> let's fucking, uh, let's start talking about the Marfa tapes. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Old Marfa herself. <laughs> Let me adjust my screen for my notes here real quick. Like, Ayo. what's your transition, Danny? Like, I gave you Miranda Lambert. I gave the two of you Miranda Lambert. That's how we talk about it. Uh, I usually just say, let's start fucking talking about it. Or something like oh, yeah. that. How do... Uh, this is not a professional podcast. They've, there have been two children screaming in the background this entire time. So, <laughs> um, I guess we can talk about um, the fact that I gave Miranda Lambert to Danny and uh, Cody had heard wind that it might be coming. Yes. And, I and then insisted. Message, messaged me on Instagram and said, dude, you need to get that list to me. And I was like, oh, ASAP. all right, man. Let's get yeah, so... Like Miranda, my, uh, the, the thing is with Miranda Lambert is I heard, I have heard one song of hers that I am obsessed with and I love it so much. And then since I've heard that song and that song is called Oklahoma sky. Are you familiar, Nate? Yeah, I've heard it. Yeah. It's an old one. Yeah. It's from like 2011. Yeah. There's only one song on this list that's older. And I heard that song and I was like, I've got to listen like it turns out she's great i've got to listen to more of her and then everything i have listened to since then i have not liked until the marfa tapes came out which i have heard and listened to many times before this podcast so sorry danny uh the the first song is is uh i'm familiar with it already so i was like man i have i need somebody to give me some context of why i need to like miranda lambert i or like give me more reasons to like miranda lambert i should say I like that challenge. I feel like every time I've made a list for this for this uh, podcast uh, for Danny uh, previously, and now the two of you, like I've, every time I'm listening to it, back. you know, you you Keep make talking, you make that list, um, and then you send it out, and then you obsessively listen to it for a week, right? Mm-hmm. And then you start second guessing yourself. So, like the idea of like trying to round up a person who has released nine albums, I think, if you include the Marfa tapes, into yeah. five songs, including one from Marfa, because Danny had been making fun of Marfa's commercial. Uh, so I was like, yeah, we got to at least play one of those songs. Wait, there's a commercial for Marfa? Yeah, Danny Danny knows Miranda Lambert for one thing, and it's an Amazon Prime repeating commercial or some it's shit. It's on the Marfa um, tapes or something. I, I have Paramount Plus. Yeah, Paramount Plus, because that's where yeah. we were watching, we were catching up on RuPaul's Drag Race. And yeah. the, the commercial for Marfa tapes would come on and I would always laugh at it because they're, they've got their country accents going and it's all dark <laughs> and they've got like those poncho, whatever things that they're wearing. And uh-huh. it's, it's a bit much. Um, oh, totally. Have you, have you watched that special or that, that? No, but I will thing? after, um, we're done with this podcast. Nate, have you, have you watched it? I have not. I, I, it's, it's on, Param- Paramount is where it's at. Yeah. Yeah. It's, my issue. Um, it's good. It's, it kind of, 
I kind of wish I didn't watch it because seeing them her sing some of the songs sort of took some of the magic away for some mm. reason. But Danny, the reason they're dressed like that is because they are actually around a campfire and like, oh. on a farm in Marfa, Texas, <laughs> spending like a week together recording uh-huh. live. Okay, okay. Um, so you know, can you it's hear not, the crackle of the fire? You actually can, and you can hear like cows moo at certain points. Did they, wait, did they mic <laughs> the so. fire pit? I hope so. It, in in the video, it is actually it might be mic'd. The they might have fed the 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 like audio from the camera wow. into the recording or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you can't Hell see the yeah. microphone in the video. Uh, <laughs> I didn't watch any videos from that. I don't think I did watch. Um, the first song of their like tiny desk concert because they play this. Th- Are we talking about the first song now? Mm. We haven't introduced it yet. Even we're just still okay. getting context for this group for for Miranda Lambert. Okay. I okay. Guess. Anyway, I, group, I watched but... a video of of them playing our first song when <laughs> we get to that. But yeah, it, it was so funny because like we kept seeing that commercial and I was like, this is goofy as hell. And then Nate's like, yeah, I'm gonna give you Miranda Lambert. <laughs> I don't know. It was funny. Under no circumstances would I ever deny the this is goofy as hell statement. Although I do think the music, I don't know, the music surprised me. Like I had been listening to Miranda Lambert before Marfa tapes, but not for a long time. I should contextualize potentially mm-hmm. like that. Um, I really started listening to Miranda Lambert in um, 2020. The first album I really paid attention to was Wild Card, mm-hmm. um, which our second song is from. Um, during a year in 2020 where I uh, did not listen to a single one time that I did not listen to a single artist or song that was uh, performed by a man. I listened to only women that year because wow. I had noticed oh, that like all I listened to is like a bunch of yeah. um, whiny crybabies from 1998 and I need, to figure, <laughs> I need to figure out something else out. And so like in that sort of year of just sort of like catching up with new music, not only did I refall in love with like just finding new shit, sure. like I, ha- I hadn't been doing it for a while, um, but I most certainly fell in love with some country artists where I think that there's Lambert is a star. She's a well-known country artist, yeah. but there's, there's a, a, a lot of women that get any sort of albums, I think in country. Like if you get, if you see a woman on the country list, like I almost would say like, listen to them because like, it's so hard to get a goddamn album that they are exceptional, like yeah. fucking um, players. Um, Lambert, I'm not sure. Actually, I think I love Miranda Lambert and I have a lot of uh, fun with her albums, but She's not the same as some of the other people I think that are out there, but I came across her stuff and I really thought it was just fun. It was like, there's a lot of great Mm -hmm. songs on wildcard. Um, and then started listening to some of her other albums and I found some really great songs. And I don't know, Cody, like if, um, the tracks that that are on this list do her justice. Like I, I could probably create a completely different list today and a completely different list yesterday, et cetera. But I do think that there's some variety on here and there are reasons I picked them and we can talk through them. Yeah. But, um, I do think, I do think we can start and that Lambert is somebody worth at least five songs. Um, and Danny, I'm really curious to know if there are any more in your future, but <laughs> sure, sure. Let's, <laughs> let's check it out. Yeah. If, I mean, the, the songs you picked are very like diverse. Yes. They're all different yeah, from so, each other. Yeah. So that good, good job. On yeah. That. There's, there's a, like some of what kind of what I expected to hear and mm-hmm. probably more than I, that I didn't expect to hear. So that's cool. I definitely, definitely tried and we'll get Waxahachi. The first song is not this. This is the crossover. Like when the Marfa tapes came out, I was like, holy shit, Miranda Lambert. Like 
I didn't yeah. expect this yeah, from yeah, you yeah. like at all, even though um, the song, the last song on here comes from a double disc record that has a lot of variety, but there are some like Americana stylings on it. And she has some of this in her past on the album revolution. You'll find some of this stuff, but never like this. And I was like, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> but I definitely uh, intentionally picked some songs on here that your conversation about Joshua Ray Walker was sort of like, uh, I thought Cody you did a really good job of pointing out that like contemporary country has like this vibing, um, audio tone, audio tune or whatever the fuck that shit is like uh-huh. country vibe or a hick hop or whatever the hell is going on. Sure. Um, yeah. and then there's this Americana vibe and Lambert does this thing where like for reasons that nobody knows, she'll hit on both sides and yeah. m- succeed somehow. And I don't know, I don't, I don't know. She, I don't know how she does it. I don't know if she deserves the, uh, the crossover appeal, <laughs> but I find it very good and am super into it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I think I can, I can see it. Well, our, our first song today, folks, uh, by Katie Crutchfield, uh, <laughs> Waxahachie. Except, except spelled I E. They, they say walks. They, they she says Waxahachie. Oh, does she say Waxahachie? I don't know. Right? Waxahachie? Uh, yeah. She must, yeah. Uh, and yeah. it's spelled differently. But yes, when I first heard this song, I was like, <laughs> what? I mean, obviously, the 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 artist Waxahachie does not, did not, I don't think she created the, no. the word. It's a town and it's probably taken from a, I imagine, a Native American word or something. Um, oh, totally. Yeah. And it's spelled this way too. So the uh, the other artist has a misspelling of this town or some other context. I would imagine. Uh-huh. But um, I'll note that the Wikipedia page um, for the town, which um, by the way has like it's a small town, twenty nine thousand people mm. or close, to maybe thirty thirty seven estimated twenty nineteen. So apparently it's booming Ooh. over there in Waxahachie, <laughs> probably because of probably this song. Probably because of this song. Um, <laughs> absolutely has a section in it. So I come from a town that's smaller than that, but like it, it not, not a big, this isn't a big town, but it has like an in popular culture section on its Wikipedia page. Um, and it mentions this, but it's also a town. It's a weird town. Like Walker, Texas Ranger was filmed there Whoa. in large parts and shit. Um, there's other things like, uh, the movie with Sally Fields, uh, uh places in the heart was filmed there. Uh. So I don't, I don't actually know. Like, uh. Yeah, I looked it up as well, and it's it's kind of a suburb to uh, Dallas Fort Worth. Like it's like forty five minutes from Fort Worth and a half hour from. So it's kind of like maybe Roseville or Rockland (laughs) or something to Auburn or something. Yeah, um, yeah, I think Auburn is a good is a good comparison or Folsom or something because it's like its own thing, but also it has probably has as many people as it does because it's close to like a metropolitan area or something for sure but it's probably got some sprawling like space so that they can find their multi-million dollar ranch that i'm sure they were sitting at (laughs) yeah uh writing songs (laughs) including this one apparently it was a this album the marfa tapes is a series of of writing retreats that they did over a period of seven years i guess which is why you see songs that are released on other albums of her um tin man i did listen to this version that was on uh, Palomino, the newest, yeah, Palomino, album, yeah. not as good. I like, I like this version yeah, better. I, 
I'm into the pacing. Hey, we don't need to talk about the variation, I guess, but I, I don't disagree <laughs> with you. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I want to talk about it. I think yeah. we should talk about it. Okay. I think right. uh, the new version was like a breath of fresh air. Not that I'm tired of the Marfa Tapes version, but it's just nice to hear it done a little yeah. differently. Okay. Totally. I like both, yeah. but the Marfa Tapes version is superior, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. It, it sort of makes me wonder, like, what other kinds of, like the process of writing for Lambert and probably lots of people looks a little bit like this, right? So she mm-hmm. walks the Palomino version is like pretty mm-hmm. shiny in comparison. Um, I'd be curious to know, for example, what some of her other songs looked like around the campfire when she was working <laughs> on them or whatever, but <laughs> she maybe they were better by campfire light. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe, I mean her early career, probably not. She was, <laughs> she was probably not writing any of, of the songs, but yeah. So yeah, it's over seven years and I guess that they were like collecting, they had some of this crap and they were like, yeah, let's go to get, let's go over there and record it all and make an album and release it. And so that's sort of the birth of this, this Marfa tapes. It's not a bad idea. I feel like it made for a good record. Yeah. This Marfa tapes, that whole record is so good. Like it's one of those all the way through records for me where every song is great. Um, I think those three, the three of them, probably make a great like songwriting team. Uh, I noticed like she's worked with them uh, quite a bit before. So I should go back and listen to some of that stuff. For sure. See how it turned out. What would you have picked Cody from the album? Oh man. One song that you would put on this, um, this mix. Let me, I don't mean to put you on the spot. You no, can also no, say, no. Hey, I know. Uh, is it called in your arms? Is that the name? Yeah. In his, the, in his arms, in his arms. That song yeah. is amazing. Uh, the, uh, ghost is really good. I th- yeah. I think that's the one that I would have put on other. Yeah. Yeah. It's hella good. Yeah. Hella um, good. Okay. Not, um, well, I guess it has to be a Lambert song. The, the one song on this album that I don't, that I don't vibe with so much is homegrown tomatoes. Oh yeah. Um, I it's very folksy and uh, and I kind of like it because it reminds me of like a silly like John Prine song or something. But I get That's it. Good the, point. the song I don't vibe with is Geraldine. Oh, good, good um, thing I didn't pick that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's a pretty good song. And I just feel like it's a bold move to write a response to Jolene. Is that what that is? Yeah. Yeah. Is, yeah, she references it in the song huh. even, which is cool. I mean, I, I like, I respect her for it, but I wish the song was different. Huh. I think Waxahachie is the song I picked from it. I think I wanted to say that I picked it because I like geography songs. And then I was trying to interrogate why the hell I like geography songs. And <laughs> for the second time in this podcast, I'm going to reference Davy and the promise ring and their fucking geography <laughs> shit that I was just so in love East with. Texas in the 90s, Avenue. But I feel like, I feel like that's where it's coming yeah. from, but this song fucking rules, but I do want to know, like, how do you pick, like, if you look at a song like this, it's a pretty simple song. Is yeah. it not? You two are musicians. Like, how do you, like, what, what there's a, there's, is the structure just straightforward? How do you pick a stamp? How do you talk about a song like this? It just seems pretty straightforward. It's, I mean, it's, it's a very straightforward song. It's, it's as far as strong song structure is concerned, I'm pretty sure it's just like verse, chorus, verse, chorus a little bit of an intro, probably the Palomino version has a little bit more to it, you know, yeah. adding in those extra instruments. But I, I do prefer the stripped down, uh, version and the campfire crackle percussion that's there. The thing to, that I really <laughs> focused on with this one was like the, 
the scene and the lyrics, the the, the harms that that the the boys bring in, really mm. fucking nice. So good. Um, I'm uh, I'm a little disappointed. I I think I gathered from when I when I came back to the conversation, um, she's not the main vocalist on the entire album. That's right. That's yeah. kind of a letdown. Yeah, kind of most of it, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, the, the, the boys do take the front seat a couple times. I yeah. Think. Yeah. But there's some cool, like lyric presentation. Uh, mm-hmm. like I got, I only got two timestamps on this, but, uh, talking about the, the backing vocals or the harms and then, uh, some like tongue twister type lyrics are fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. I have two as well, Danny. So that makes me feel. And I have <gasps> two as well. Oh, I bet you, what if they're all, they're all the same? same. My, my first one is 40 seconds. Ooh. No, it's not mine. Uh, my first one is 19 seconds. Ooh. Oh, okay. Right at the um, beginning. Which is really just m- more of a lyric, uh, which c- could be a Blood Brothers lyric. Ooh. This is the kind of conversation I want to have. <laughs> how, f- how far does that cross go over? <laughs> yeah. I, Do you want to play I, it before I we... thought I heard some a mention of a Siamese gun. I wrote a leaves to Yeah, lipstick letter. Lipstick letter on the mirror with a bourbon buzz. Whoa. Yeah. I, like I can, can hear Johnny hear, Whitney screaming that. I can hear that. little Johnny Whitney. <laughs> I also uh, think it's, I thought that she was referencing uh, Drag Race, but oh, I guess shit. not. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. She had to sashay, so she had to write her, write her <laughs> lipstick letter. Dang. <laughs> on the mirror with that bourbon buzz after the... Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, untuck session. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Had the untuck backstage, have some bourbon, and then you go write, to, write your lipstick letter. Dang. Yeah. It's dope, Cody. It's a good pick. It stands out for sure. Like, the lyrically, that this song is, is shining for that reason, but that was that's a good one. Yeah. Man. Yeah. The this song, I don't have, like, timestamps for them, but the song's lyrics are awesome and there's some super like spring stingy stuff going on sure. i'm not looking for a turn around the temple on the rumble strip <laughs> and if i could just get down the road a beat it won't be that hard i can run from the demons like the devil in a speeding car got enough gasoline memories and nicotine freedom's overrated yes i underestimated the truth it's like right and off you. of like born <laughs> yeah, to run yeah, yeah. dude that second one is a, a timestamp that i had like i like that it's so uh, good verse, like that the way that she's howling out that can't got enough gasoline memories and yeah. nicotine it's so evocative it's fucking rad <laughs> so but, yeah and i well you want to pl- play that yeah, what, stamp or i think or? danny's danny's got one in between let's yeah, see sorry okay. uh so i'm gonna skip to 40 seconds here are you still on 35 are you still in Yeah, love those harms. the The boys <laughs> sound nice. Uh, really good lyrics too. Uh, kind of overall, even on like the uh, I don't know, quote unquote, cheesier songs on the playlist, the lyric writing is really good. Uh, I'm mm. wondering because it it sounds like maybe she at least used to not write all of her own lyrics. I don't know if she does now, 
or if it's more of a collaborative thing or, or what, but really well put together lyrics. Yeah. I actually don't I don't know the answer to that. I actually think I, I looked up all of these songs and I want to say that she r- at least co-wrote all of them. Mm-hmm. Right. And like took the lead on the better ones in my opinion. Okay. So she's, she is a good, good songwriter. Yeah. Danny, your, your timestamp left off right on my next timestamp, okay. which is at one Oh nine. That's also, Mine's a little bit further, but let's do it from there. If you can run down through that next verse, it'll be tight. I just wanted to point out the the ooh, ooh, ooh. is because she's got a kind of a husky voice, mm-hmm. like a little bit. It's got a little bit of gravel to it, which I like. And then she comes in with like the sweetest ooh, <laughs> yeah. like she can she can do both, and it's great. And you're like ooh, Word. <laughs> yeah. I I love the like the speed of some of the the lines there because they come out so much faster than the song. But it works really well. Maybe another kind of Blood Brothers type thing. <laughs> Do you think we should tweet at her? I'll, I'll take care of that. Um, yeah, I dig. I, I actually was thinking that, Danny. I think it's really well said. Like the idea that the pacing seems yes. different and it fucking fits really well. Yeah. It's she's also singing about a speeding car, so that makes some sense. Mm-hmm. I will. I am really curious about Miranda Lambert's um, obvious. Um, passion for environmentalism and the uh, breakdown of highways apparently, or like the taking (laughs) away of them because like highways don't work. Like, uh, are you still on the 35? (laughs) Like what the fuck? It's a permanent concrete (laughs) piece of street. But in her imagination, of course we understand that concrete's bad for the environment. So it might Mm -hmm. be that it was totally torn up and she has to now ask about it. It could have redone that highway. (laughs) It's not 39 anymore. Or 35? The city does not move, though. I don't think she understands how they work. Or (laughs) We're joking, but I actually think that that is like a really good evocative line of like where you like miss somebody so much that you're like, are they are you even still there? And like she misses this town so much. It's like for all she knows, it's not there anymore. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I also like to think of it as like not even she's not even referring to the town like the town is like a metaphor for like a a person that she's singing about, you know, yeah. I, I, my dumb ass has tried to like weasel that into lyrics before where like, I'm not saying a person's name. I'm saying like the town where they live or, or whatever. And mm-hmm. I don't know. That's kind of how I was thinking about it a little bit too. Oh, for sure. That last line, freedom's overrated. I underestimated the truth in you. Uh, it feels like it's a, per- like she might be talking to the song, but yeah. I don't know if, to the town, but I don't know <laughs> <Yeah>. about that. <laughs> It might also be like that you, um, I know like in the, so in the hardcore scene, people get the name of their town as a nickname sure. oftentimes, you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, um, Sacramento Danny, <laughs> when you're in, go hang out with Sacramento Danny or Sac Dan or whatever. Oh, Sac Dan. Like, <laughs> 
Danny Sacramento, or yeah, I don't yeah. know. Um, maybe there's maybe she was at a Blood Brothers show and met Waxahachie, and <laughs> who's like a scenester yeah. out there in Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been. <laughs> oh man, that's great. <laughs> what's what's next? We got any more uh, little time stampies? I do. Does anyone else? Mm, nope. I'm out. I want to push us to three minutes and ten seconds, Mister. That's Inslee. like the last couple seconds of the song. Sums it up okay, real well. Here we go. Oh, is this them talking about how good the song is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love that one. You should always so. I do story time in my work, mm-hmm. and at the end of every story time, no matter how my, well I feel, I clap and say, yeah, that was awesome. Great job, everybody, and just clap as loud <laughs> as possible. Always cheer yourself on at the end. Just, like, let it go. But I feel like that. I don't know. Like I, That's one of the things I like about Marfa is that perhaps it's staged. I don't think it is, but, like, the insight into there just being really informal, yeah. right? They're just laughing yeah. about a song or, like, in this context, being like, yeah, that one worked. That was good. Yeah. Um, I, pretty dope. I like it when bands do that. Yeah. I mean, maybe not on every song, but when you can hear a little comment at the end or the beginning mm-hmm. or a little flub sometimes, totally. um, false start, it's great. I, I always thought it was so cool. And like there was a few rancid songs or off Ivy songs where you could hear the guy say, rolling at the beginning. <laughs> I always thought that was so yeah. cool. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get on, mosey on down the road. to the wild card 2020 that all comes out in the wash if you wear a white shirt to a crawfish bowl don't wash jeans while you're changing the oil i'm sorry um (laughs) okay so this is kind of a little more of what I expected to hear. This kind of like pop country aesthetic thing. Totally. Uh, and I also like, I saw the album cover first before I like looked at when this album came out. And I assume this album was like from, I don't know, 2000 or 99 or something. Yeah. The, Dude, it's a weird album she, cover. Unfor- she has some unfortunate album artwork, which is a bummer. Yeah. Someone also needs to tell her art director that there's not really wild cards in crossword puzzles <laughs> or, or really any cards so, involved. Can, can you describe the cover for uh, all I need of to these? Uh, look so at this, the, I don't remember a crossword element. The album cover is. is Miranda Lambert kind of dressed as a pinup girl. It's got like her name is in like a tall sans serif <laughs> font. And then it's got wild card over on the side. And she's like holding a pencil up to her cheek and like looking over to her side kind of inquisitively and holding up a blank crossword puzzle in like TV guide. <laughs> I just noticed this. And it, the album's called wild card. Like that's incredible. The like, why not call it crossword or or something like that? I don't know. Or, or well, <laughs> or how about she's holding a a hand of sure. cards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a, yeah. a poker chip at least. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Someone needs to go back to design school. Uh, yeah, she's a she's a certified star at this point too. Dude, like they have incredible amounts yeah. of money to put into yeah. this. She is this has kind of cemented it no matter how much i like or dislike a song she is very endearing yes like (laughs) even at her worst 
it is very like this album cover is awful but it is so charming (laughs) um the other the other thing uh, a couple other things i want to say before we get into this song is and maybe we can workshop this right now if 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 you if y'all want i propose nate uh that the lyrics of this song be reworked a little bit into a story time song actually it's so funny because uh, like <laughs> you know the little the like uh cloth thingy you could totally spin that around mm-hmm. you get you know you're spilling ketchup on it in your bumpy car and then it all comes out in the wash you just can't talk about like it's talking up your boss at the water cooler or, or getting knocked up or anything but i mean the babies don't know what that's that means. true that's, that's, for, that's, the adults <laughs> that's room, for the adults that's for the, that's for the dannies who brought his child and he's like this guy's funny like we're, <laughs> all right <laughs> You spill your beans to your mama. Sister got knocked up in a truck at the 7-Eleven. Don't sweat it. I fucking love that line. That is so good. Um, When I uh, first listened to this album, so in 2020, as I mentioned, this is like my first, this is my intro to Miranda. And uh, I think this song is great. And I think one of the reasons is because exactly what you said. I feel like it's a baby bounce. Like it is a legit baby bounce. And I even posted this shit like on my social. I was like, damn, it all comes on the watch. It's a total baby bounce. Um, and can, it's just stuck with me as a result. Can you explain what a baby bounce is to somebody I mean, if they didn't know? <laughs> no, no, no. There's no reason to know, I uh-huh. guess. Like, I feel like, um, when you have an infant or even into your, um, toddler years, your child will sit on your, their, your lap a lot mm-hmm. and like you can sing to them. And one of the things that you do in many of these moments is you can move them up and down and mm-hmm. up and down. And so a lot of like, um, a lot of baby songs are not called baby songs. They're called baby bounces. And gotcha. so it's like a, a little bit of a bounce. Um, but I think we say as adults that a song is a bop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that a thing we say? Is this a bop or a banger? Uh, this I don't is know not if it's a banger. banger. No, no, no. Yeah, no. This in particular is not. No, a banger. it's not a banger. Uh, it could be a bop. I, I'd call it a bop. It's definitely a bounce. It's yeah. definitely a bounce. Yeah. yeah. Does a bop have to, like? Does a bop confirm enjoying it? Because I have a feeling that I thought this was not a song that would hit well because I have such a weird reason for uh-huh. coming to it. Uh-huh. Uh, Dude, I, I wonder when I first heard it, when I first listened to it, I was like, this is exactly what I expected. I hate it. But <laughs> yes, yes. the more I have listened to it, <clears throat> and especially in the last hour and 13 minutes, I'm like, I love this song. <laughs> <laughs> did you happen to watch the music video? I did. I did. Too, yes. I did, did it. And what did it do to your impression of the, uh, of the song? I, I was, an, I was annoyed by the giant American flag. Uh, on the back of the truck, yeah. but, uh, be careful of country know, politics. Just be careful. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I, I enjoyed the video. I liked it when the, when they were pushing the Jeep and they fell in the mud. That was funny. Do you, <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're like, you're here for the Kramer <laughs> yes, style physical yes, humor. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I wanted her to get all muddy though. Like she was all clean the whole time. <laughs> oh, I did really like when they yeah. were in the car wash and, and they had like mm-hmm. the soapy stuff behind them. It looked really cool. The, oh, when like they're the lights. Yeah, really? the lights and the colors yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it was pretty. Have you been at a car wash show? Is that even a thing that you've heard of before? A car wash show? Yeah, like where you you host a band at the car wash that you work at or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> That'd be so No, cool. but it needs to happen. It's a dope venue. At least in those like outdoor ones yeah. where it's just mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. Who are you disturbing by playing right. a show there? Yeah, the video's cute though. I mean, <laughs> it's cute. Mm-hmm. car wash it's shows a, need to happen. 
<clears throat> it seems like a dope venue. Mm-hmm. Like the VF, VFW hall has always been a staple, but the car wash mm-hmm. that you work at would be dope. The video to me, I don't know. Like there are a couple things. Like when I watched that video, and I think this song, th- the next three songs, I guess, whatever. Like it's like m- pretty mainstream country vibes in certain mm-hmm. ways, and like um, mainstream. I don't know what that means. It's meant to be and have a negative connotation. I didn't mean it for that way, but like. When I watch that video in particular, I see her, maybe this star who's sort of looking around at what's happening in the scene that's getting less play, but is, she likes it. And I, the way that she's singing and then the way that she moves in that video, I can't help but think of this hick hop phenomenon <laughs> yeah. and like whether yeah. or not this song has sort of um, an appropriate hip hop approach to it. Like that she is kind of, she's not rapping, but she's tending towards that. So, so one of the things I didn't like about the Marfa tapes video thing on paramount plus is when she sings she does kind of these movements the same way you would see like a a, a rapper do and it's not like they, yeah. they own those movements but it's weird it's very weird in that context yeah 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 and she does it in this video as well oh, okay it's so lambert is younger than i am it, she was born in 1983 so i i wonder to some degree what it's interesting, right? Like it's, I grew up listening to hip hop too. And I mean, I don't think if I were singing that I would necessarily use movements in that way, but I just wonder about like, just culturally speaking, like we are a generation that are influenced by that. And I just wonder if that's her movement. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and and also like we think of it as that, but how many like hit like MTV song, you know, how many absolute number one songs, like the videos do people move like that? And it just becomes part of the, zeitgeist or whatever yeah. it becomes the approach to being on stage yeah yeah, yeah. uh I, I i don't see the uh, I, I get what you're talking about but it this sounds like a new weezer song <laughs> it sounds like a new weezer song hell yeah that's so good with uh, I, I i agree yeah especially the can, beginning like the very beginning of the song until uh, right until she starts singing i'm just uh-huh. like this this i'm just waiting for rivers cuomo to start singing and the like little, oh I really like the little like uh, weird electronic before the second yeah. verse, but that seems very weasery to me as well. Man, I did not think of that, but you're a hundred percent right. Yeah, I I like the of the two like cheesy pop country sort of songs you gave. I like this one better. Uh, I like the lyrics on this okay. one a lot. Uh, Amanda was a big fan of this playlist. Uh, and she really loves the tide stick line. Oh, oh man. it's one of my timestamps because it's just so same, good. same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's my first timestamp. I don't know if anybody has anything before uh, that. My very first is thirty seconds. In a truck at the Seven Eleven, don't sweat it. like the the organ in the background yeah the organ is really nice and it kind of like does cool things throughout and it's got the cool like vibrato every once in a while mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite like country things i've found of the couple country artists that i've listened to and then and now been introduced to on the pod like there's some good organ happening yeah <laughs> i like it 
Yeah, so my my timestamp is one nineteen. Okay, let me do one ten. Okay, because that's the little like thing. I think. Mm. Why don't you just keep it rolling through everyone's favorite line? With your boss at the coffee machine You drunk dog, your ex-husband Don't remember a thing Had a fancy dinner at your mother-in-law's Bill A1 sauce on a tablecloth Don't sweat it, tie stick will get it So good So in the span of like 10 seconds 5 seconds, she mentions A1 <laughs> And A tide stick Yeah, A1 Part of the Kraft Heinz conglomerate <laughs> <laughs> Tide stick, Proctor and Gamble. Yeah, yeah. Just saying. <laughs> How much did she get paid oh, yeah. for that? Yep. Not to mention Seven Eleven, big big convenience store, Seven <laughs> Eleven. I would love it if that was like. I wonder, do you go to the chain or do you go to the the, the company after you write it? Or do you write <laughs> oh, sure, it yeah, when yeah, they've yeah. requested it? Like, how does that work? It's hard to believe that she didn't think like this is going to be in a Tide commercial someday. <laughs> Yeah, especially the way she's because I mean that line and and just that it'll all come out in the wash like it is made to be yeah, a laundry yeah. detergent commercial. Yeah, yeah. I, I like to think that she recorded the song uh, and then walked down to her local Seven Eleven and started playing it for the cashier. Yeah, <laughs> she doesn't understand how to yeah. get um, get the money. She's like, "Can you? What are you going to pay me now?" <laughs> and then holds up a mock up of the album cover. <laughs> like the the first no the cards? first. The first draft of this song was spilled Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce Ooh. on our tablecloth, but they didn't want to sign on. Yeah, they didn't. Sweet Baby Ray was like, nah, <laughs> this song sucks. So they go to the, go to the uh, old reliable A1. Uh, and then a, a shout wipe will get it. Didn't have the same ring to it as a Tide Stick. What's that sauce that like... That that uh that's that salsa that's a paste picante yeah, yeah, yeah. sauce or something. <laughs> that would have been sick. <laughs> Just trying to squeeze it all in, spilled a paste picante sauce on her table. But it rhymes pretty good. Picante sauce on her tablecloth. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. that's good. There Maybe she go. missed an opportunity there. <laughs> if it was the nineties that would have happened. I feel like pace really hit its stride in the nineties. Mm-hmm. And then there could be like a sample in the background where someone goes, New York City. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. We should be record producers. We really should. We really should. <laughs> um, Somebody's got to find a paste commercial for us to watch together. Just a second. <laughs> uh, I want to play a bit right where I left off of the second chorus because I like the addition of the like uh, backing vocals. It gives it kind of like a a doo-wop feel or something. Mm -hmm. They had like, you know, three backing vocals off to backing vocalists off to the side or whatever. And they're doing their little dance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like to think it's the it's the guys uh, that were rolling around in the mud. Doing those backing vocals, and every time they do the song live, they have to get covered in mud first. Then they come out on the stage, and they're doing that. I'm gonna try not to reference Drag Race again after this. But what if Lambert had a pit crew that was oh, like, oh shit, um, just dressed in speedos oh, yeah. behind her doing doo wop <laughs> shit? Like, oh, that'd be tight. Miranda Lambert, call us. 
at me on Twitter. <laughs> Let's get this going. We'll get you a, a hit crew of some sort. Do you feel like so? I'm gonna I'm gonna see Lambert this fall. I should say I'm super excited. Ooh. I wonder if she does like a she holds her mic and then she sings. It'll all come out in the wash and then she puts the mic to all of the crowd that's moshing up, <laughs> up front and then they sing the line and then she comes back. Dude, I will give you a hundred dollars if you like if if she plays the song. Uh, and you rush the stage and like grab a mic, like, like remember that taking back Sunday video we were watching is just like a guy grabs the mic and sings the entire song. I'll give you a a sweet $100 bill. (laughs) Where, I mean, where is she playing? Is she playing in sack? No, she's actually playing at state line in July, but Ah. it's a, it's a, what do you call it? Like a rescheduled from the pandemic closure. So there are no double seats available, weirdly. So uh-huh. I was looking at those tickets and I was like, I got to go to this, but I couldn't get one for Shannon. So I looked at, I was like, okay, she's got to be coming back around. Like this is just a makeup show. And then I remembered that she's doing a residency, the Velvet Rodeo oh. um, residency in Las Vegas and texted some friends of mine who live in Portland and asked Shannon if we could do this. And everyone was like, uh, fuck yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so Vegas is the last place I want to go, but that sounds cool. Oh, period. I've never <laughs> had any interest in going there except for this particular I think, event. Is, it, is Shania still doing a residency too? You got to hit that up too. That's a good point. They weren't actually like, I don't know. I felt they were pretty expensive, but someone told me that like you're getting a Vegas residency and paying 80 bucks for a ticket is actually not all yeah. that big of a deal. Yeah. But Shania's are probably like $349 or something. And worth it. I feel like penny. I already overspent. <laughs> Wait, uh, I know we said we weren't going to talk about Drag Race anymore, but uh, are you going to try to go to Drag Race Live? I just thought of this. Is that happening at the I think it's time? like a residency thing. Like they're there all the time. Uh, typing it in. I'm going to type it, save it as a, as a browser. Okay, okay. Let's talk later. Get back to it. You can text me. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So we're going to pop over to the watch together here, I think. Oh, sick. Oh yeah, this is the one. Hey Cookie, more pecani sauce. This ain't paste pecani sauce. What's different? Cookie, paste pecani sauce is made in San Antonio. Fresh vegetables and spices by people who know what pecani sauce is supposed to taste like. This stuff's made in New York City. New York York City. City. (laughs) Dang. They straight up. Put a thing about they're gonna kill this guy in a commercial. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> terrible. In a quaint little commercial, man. Hey, uh, actually, no, we're not done with this song yet. Okay, but I would, I would like to save my file when we're done with this song and start a new one because we're getting to the hour and a half okay. mark. <laughs> Cody's very oh, uh, okay. particular about. Making sure his file is saved, which we I, should have learned from Nate. Yeah, I just yeah, I don't want to lose it. This is gold. Okay. Uh, my next timestamp is at one fifty-five. Ooh. Anybody got anything before that? Uh, uh, mine's actually ooh. call. It's one fifty-five. I have one forty-five. Mm. All right, go for it. But I'll play it through. So, uh, uh, my my thing is the little guitar walk that happens. Hmm. Take the sin in the man and you throw them all in and you put that sucker on spin. Put that sucker on spin. You gotta put that sucker on spin. And the laundry 
played it through my last timestamp. Cody, go for it. Oh, just at one fifty-five, that that organ kicks back in mm-hmm. to in the in up into the next level, and it rules. Yeah, yeah. There's really good instrumentation. I love that little guitar walk that happens. The organ's really good. But yeah, that's really good. And then right at the end of what I was playing, there's the. I, th- I think it happens earlier in the song too, but. Uh, that's just the timestamp I wrote down. I really like the little guitar lead, and I like that uh, she follows it with her vocals. I think that's fun. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, sometimes that's super annoying following a guitar part with your vocals, uh, but in this instance, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Do you mind if I save? And may I encourage you all to do the same. All righty, and we're back. All this right. time around, we're going down the Palomino with Strange. So the the intro of this song, just like the first couple seconds, maybe even one second. You're going to say the same thing I am. Sounds like Polly by Nirvana. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I had to go like, I was going through uh, Unplugged and I was like, no, it's not that song. No, it's not that song. There it was. Polly by Nirvana. Let's fucking, let's play a little bit of it. I felt that same way. I picked this song from Palomino, which came out on April 29th. We're recording May 12th, so it's brand new. It was one of three that had been pre-released, um, and I loved it for that. I think that particular thing just like caught me right off the, right off the bat. But I was like, I want to mm-hmm. put a song from this new album on. This is the best of the three. Let's do it. Yeah. This lady's busy, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 2020, 2021, 2022. Has it always been that way? I didn't look very closely. She has a lot of albums. She has nine albums, and then she has a side group called the Pistol Annies that have four albums, I think. How are the Pistol Annies? I have not spent any time with them. Although it's, it's, I have it on my um my intention list. I do wish to do that for sure. But I I think one of the ladies in Pistol Annies uh, has her own like solo stuff as well. Uh, and it has very good artwork, and I want to listen to it. Yeah. I'm trying and to remember who. I know there's yeah. another person in that. that. Um, Ashley Monroe and then Angelina Presley are the two. Ashley Monroe, that's who I'm thinking of. Hmm. Her 2021 album, Rose Gold, has a very nice album. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That album is good. I have listened to that album, actually. Oh, okay. I think it's pretty good. Then when the when the vocals come in, uh, the line makes me laugh because it makes me think of that that one song, uh, "Clowns to the Left of Me, Jokers <laughs> to the Right." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. it's good stuff. I mean, she's high as fuck, right? Like the next line is "Sun keeps shining in the middle of the night." Like she doesn't know what the fuck is going on. She right doesn't now. know what's going on. Yeah. She doesn't know up from down. <laughs> Uh, and then I got 55 seconds as a uh, chorus. Yeah, I actually don't have any time stamps on this one. Okay. Nate, what about you? You're ahead of me, so go for it. Okay. 
I really dig the chords. I give. I really dig the the some of the phrases like anywhere anywhere bound, and uh, dance a hole in your shoes. Yeah. <clears throat> really, uh, I don't know. It's like simple. Uh, I should have thought of it phrasing, but uh, she thought of it, and it it's really good. <laughs> Here's a question. First, first of all, I love also love the way she sings it. Cody, you mentioned uh, her voice being a little husky or like mm-hmm. gravelly or something, mm-hmm. a little rough, and that's definitely a good example of, of it. Uh, of that, times like these make me feel strange. That's a refrain, right? That's not the chorus. Um, yeah. Because well, the I first mean- part I was playing is the chorus. I mean, I think it's part of the chorus. I, I, isn't a refrain always the thing that is at the end of a song that is repeated over and over? Oh, is it at the end? I don't know. So when she says, ain't it strange over and over at the end? Time, times like these make me feel strange or ain't it strange or whatever she says. Yeah. I <laughs> thought of that as maybe it's a refrain. I'm going to Google what a refrain is. <laughs> I just I just want to say that take a jetliner going anywhere bound is a really... A uh, privileged suggestion of how to deal with strange times, <laughs> especially like, yeah, she's lost a, she's lost a little bit of her connection from a, a thematically <laughs> similar song in um, "It All Comes Out in the Wash" when she's referring people yeah. to the tide stick, and now it's just like get on yeah. a plane, y'all. Are you having a weird day? Just take a take a trip. Get on a plane. <laughs> go anywhere plane. you want. Followed up by the very jet. like it's followed up by the very working class have a smoke by a round vibe. Like yeah, but I don't know. Uh, okay. <laughs> Take a bath in champagne. Take a bath in champagne. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a refrain is a repeated phrase in a song that comes at the end of a verse, oh. usually one or two lines in length. Examples of refrains include the line, my fair lady in the song London Bridge is falling down. And the phrase, you will still need me, you will... Or will you still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm 64? Uh, what's that from? That's from a Beatles song. Oh, okay. You were dead right, Danny. Good job. Except it comes at the end of the chorus. Isn't that what you said, though? I said it comes uh, at the end of a verse. Oh, you idiot. That's what this definition from study.com says. Gotcha. However, if you pull it back, she has that verse, a Lincoln came and a Jefferson went, and she has that statement in that. Oh. Like she says at the end of that, and times like these make me feel strange. So maybe that's the Mm -hmm. refrain. Uh, Folks, call in, let us know. (laughs) Is that a refrain or not? I also want to know, like, uh, if it's privileged to say a couple hundred dollars feels more like change. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just inflation. <laughs> Apparently, because that's how much yeah, you put on the Maytag and shit still won't spin. <laughs> There's a couple hundred dollars in the cushions of your private jetliner. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Hey, hey Nate, do you uh, listen to, are you familiar with Margot Price? Yeah, that first album she did, or the the purple one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like this sounds like a Margot Price song. Oh, really? It's actually, one of her more recent albums sounds a little more like this, maybe. How would you describe it as? Is it a... Um, it's like a little less country and a little more sort of like southern rock and soul or something i don't know but it's good she's good and this song is 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 pretty good she's good and the song is pretty good no it's (laughs) good it's good sorry (laughs) i take a pretty good on this song i feel like um i enjoy it i like uh, as as privileged as it is to say get on a jet lighter going anywhere bound i like the i like the sentiment it's one of those vibes that i can no totally can dig on and like um I don't know what it is about her and like this song is thematically very similar to the previous one, right? Like, which is sure. perhaps a misstep on my part as I recognize later, but like, what is that sentiment? And like, why is it, there's something attractive about it. Like it, the sentiment is, eh, forget about it. <laughs> forget. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that's interesting because I, I did want to bring it up at some point in this podcast, but um, recently Lambert got married <laughs> To a, oh, right. To a new, former New York City police officer. So I just want to shout the ACAB Ew. out in this uh, here podcast. But, yeah. yeah. I was um, going to bring that up. But she definitely uh, she definitely is now speaking more in a New York accent with the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with the uh, do you think that do you think that because I, I read I read about her marrying this cop, but they live in Tennessee. So he's obviously not a cop anymore. No, he's, he's not in New York City. Do you think she saved him? I like to think of it as like she s- saved him from a lot from a life of being a cop and she had brought him to the other side. Truly <laughs> did too, because he's like a, he's a genuine pretty boy and like he wouldn't have yeah. been if he had been in that force for much longer. So I think yeah. like she saved his skin in that it's now like, uh, what do you call it? Moisturized. And mm-hmm. he, <laughs> he's like living literally in a mansion outside of Nashville and apparently is the head of her security detail, I guess, or something like that. Or it was, oh. okay. has done that. Yeah. Although she has some footage now out of the tour that she's on. She tours with a, a streamliner um, that they park and then she puts like some AstroTurf oh. down. She's, I don't get Lambert. I feel like she could, <laughs> she could probably genuinely be like a fun person to hang out with. I have this vibe that, if, or she mm-hmm. at least presents herself as such. And he's like, he like will do um, jump rope without a shirt on and she'll film him. She's like obsessed <laughs> with this guy. It's, it's super weird. Um, but the place where he's jump roping without a shirt on real sweaty, like looks really fun to hang out in. So dang, man, maybe you'll get to hang out when you go see them in Vegas. Yeah. I mean, I think if I see him, I've gotten too close to her and I'm going to get punched in the gut or something. (laughs) (laughs) But I did. That's probably true. I did buy a bolo that I think she'll like, so maybe she'll want to see it. Ooh. Ooh, let's see this bolo or let's oh, hear awesome. about it. It's just a little, uh, like, a pink uh, stone up here that I think matches her album cover well enough. And I'm gonna, Oh, uh, nice. I couldn't nice. get the uh, the diamond-studded one she's wearing on the cover of the album. But <laughs> I, um, I, unfortunately, a couple hundred dollars doesn't feel a lot like change for me. So yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, that's if you spend that much, you're going to have to start wearing it every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My next timestamp is 121. I gotta check mine out. Uh, mine's 238. Like it goes deep in this song, I guess. I okay. Yeah, mine's 237. So probably oh, the same. Yeah. Okay, here we go. <laughs> 
I love the little synthy things that are happening. Mm-hmm. They get a little more prominent later in the song. Yeah. It made me think of that Casey Musgraves album because mm-hmm. she's got a lot of interesting synthy stuff on there as well. But yeah, it's fun. I wasn't expecting to hear any synthesizer, let alone anything that interesting. Um, so yeah, I'm super into that. Uh, and I will take up the next timestamp <clears throat> as well. Can I ask a question? Like, you may. Do you think that Musgrave's influence, like, is why it's there? If you want album a year with that that thing, like, I would not be <clears throat> surprised. Yeah, I can. I can see that. It seems like Musgraves really figured out the way to make a super pop country record while still being like artistically and critically acclaimed and relevant. And then forgot how like it's not like it's not pop in the sense of like least common denominator. Everyone Mm -hmm. appeals a little bit to everyone. It's like pop in the sense of like structured in a way that's like catchy and like has these cool little parts that catch your ear and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I would not be surprised at all if it was influenced by that or, or whatever. And uh, I'm here for it. Bring more of it. Yeah. Um, Cody, uh, this timestamp is for you. Uh, (laughs) I would like to know how you feel about the length of this guitar solo. Oh, let me, let me get my timer. Perfect. 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 Hundred percent. Yep. <laughs> What's the? Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, Ten Co- seconds. Cody had some uh, some some words for me when it came to long guitar solos oh, on our word. Black Mountain episode. Word. Anything over ten seconds, Cody's out. He's already asleep. Yep. You're like fading out at about nine seconds. Oh, good. I'm back. <laughs> You would you I guessing I'm guessing you're gonna have a timestamp uh for the end of the next song and how much you don't like it because there's too much soloing. <laughs> uh there's I, a reason to to, to timestamp the end of the next song. Yeah, <laughs> the very end, yes. <laughs> All right, Nate, you're up, I think. Two thirty eight is what I've got, but I think Cody's ahead of me. We should play just well, his. Two thirty seven. Yeah, so same, play that for one second. <laughs> okay. Just one second. Okay, here we go. Let me get it going here. <laughs> Two thirty. All right. Okay. Yeah, I just really like the way that that half of note comes in. <laughs> yeah. But after once it hits the two thirty eight mark, it sucks. You're done. Yeah, that song's it's, over it's for so you. <laughs> skipping it immediately. <laughs> Might as well be an eleven second guitar solo. <laughs> just kidding. More dreamy, fun synthesizer. I also, yeah. I like the uh, the pace of her as she comes in with her with her vocals. It's good. Mm-hmm. She's got a little bit of a step in her in her song. She's also referencing one of my favorite things to think about: Garfield the cat. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> if Monday didn't bring you a grin, that's all right. Because <laughs> <laughs> Mondays, you know, fuck Mondays. <laughs> Pour, pour you up a little something because tomorrow might. Yeah, that song was really good. I, I really liked that one. It's a strong song after having heard the whole album, which I like. It's, it is a strong uh-huh. one on there too, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. We got lucky that I, I didn't listen to it and then send you all an ad- addendum to the playlist and say, no, 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 we got to go with this song. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, let's move on to our earliest song on the playlist from 2007, Gunpowder and Laid. This this is the biggest ask, yes, to me. Nate. This is the one you're gonna have to convince me. Oh, I will I, do the best if I can. you want. If you want, uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, you you can like what you like. Just this is just extremely not my vibe. <laughs> it's the <laughs> it's an outlier. One hundred percent, I could see that. Yeah. Also, I will say, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I want to know, I, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I, obviously I'm down with the anti-domestic abuse sentiment of the song. Yeah. I, I stand behind that. But it's hard not to compare it to Goodbye Earl, which oh, yeah, is for sure. done before and better. So that's actually a part of, when I was thinking about trying to get a little bit deeper into her catalog, um, it's interesting actually, cause I think one of my favorite albums of hers is revolution and I did not pull a song from that. Um, so I went further back because I was like, uh, thinking about how similar some of the songs would end up being if I just kept pulling some stuff, uh, yeah. that was a little bit slower, a little bit more like the, the one that comes after this in particular would have, it would have probably sounded more like that. Um, and I like the song because of, that tradition actually like i would call it a tradition not a yeah not a uh what do you call it not a cop she's not she's she's playing in yes. a long tradition it's not just the, the chicks but like there's yeah. that famous independence day song that martin yeah. mcbride wrote and the idea like in particular that that song you know like um uh really plays homage to like the the violent end of an abuser and the yeah. celebration of that freedom. And that's a much, I think it's a much better song. I'm not going to deny right. it. Um, but I do think even for, I mean, just country music, especially women in country music, sing about abuse of men and uh, a a world that doesn't defend them in that context. And thus in that McBride scenario, also with the chicks. And then in this song in particular, which I, I can talk about why I think it's actually a standout amongst those three to a degree. Um, although not the best song. Um they take that into their own hands because they have to, right? Like, so it's a really yeah. interesting, it's an interesting thematic reference point that she's making here. Um, yeah, you're right. It is, it is a, she's adding on to the lineage of these kind of songs. And I, I do, I can appreciate that. Totally. And I think musically I could, I would love to hear you two talk about this song. Additionally, like <laughs> the, the elephant in the room is just that Danny played to this audience, um, the introduction to this song, <laughs> and the first like my first timestamp is right at the top Danny play it let's yeah. talk about it yeah let's let's hear some grunts <laughs> oh right <laughs> it's a real turn off um Woof. so <laughs> I was looking into that and the best I can find is that and I will right away say that it's a bullshit like reason. <laughs> but the, the best I could find is that some, someone referenced that who, whoever produced that song, whoever makes those kinds of decisions wanted to have a door that opened and then at the end, a door that closed. Yeah. And I, I read that too. That's impossible. 
Yeah, that sounds nothing like a yeah. door. It sounds like maybe, maybe the producer was like, put a scratch track in there. Like, this is where we got to put the door opening and this is where we got to, but I'm just going <laughs> to do know, it with my like mouth. This. And they forgot. <laughs> Except it didn't like go, like a door would sound went. <laughs> it's shit. I'm going to just say it. It's shit. For, for a very hot second, it sounds like the opening of, of, um, uh, Thriller, For but then very it turns into a guy shitting on a toilet or whatever <laughs> is happening. I was pretty mad about it um, being a part of it, but I think it's funny to talk about. But that yeah. I love, like continuing on on that timestamp, like that r- guitar riff, like I love that shit. Like the it's yeah. a way like a, a raw. What would you describe that as? Like a rollicky like country rock vibe. It or sounds yeah. like a Skinner. It sounds almost like yeah, like is it a Home is it a guitar or, or a banjo? We'll Could be, yeah. Good point. Oh no! That's <laughs> 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 yeah, a guitar. Yeah. Keep. Can you keep it going a little? So. I think the things that I was, I want to say that I want to try to convince you on like why this, this is a standout in that lineage. Like she paints a fucking picture yes. in this song. The yes. lyrics are so visual and vivid and like you feel like you're right there with her in certain ways. I and, absolutely agree. Yeah. And just uh, from the top, right? The second, just County mm-hmm. Road 233 under my feet, nothing on this white rock, but little me, you can just see her flying down that road and yeah, yeah, it's tight. Yeah, I re- I really love the the first verse, those opening lyrics. It um, it is a guitar. Everybody, I'd just like to correct my mistake earlier when I said it might be a banjo. I apologize. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I love those opening lines of this song. I'm I'm on the same page as Cody with like I'm not really down with the vibe of the song. I I support what it's about, but uh, not the violence. Are the, you are you talking about? No, no, no. Um, <laughs> just the, this is like the country pop that I don't want to hear. Word. That's fair. Totally into it. <laughs> I, um, I am also, uh, we have not talked about the album cover yet. Um, <laughs> I am I am glad that this haircut uh, on anyone uh, doesn't really happen anymore. <laughs> That's the yeah. uh, Karen Skunk dye job. That's <laughs> another... It's another stinker of an album cover. This this era, I think maybe like 2005 to 2015 is probably my least favorite era of country music, which that'll probably change as time goes by. Sure. And just like I said, like 10 years from now, this will sound like the best, mm-hmm. you know, country music out there or whatever. But man, just this, that kind of the, the artwork where it's got like six guns and like, it's like yeah. kind Barb of tech, kind of tattooy, but they didn't bother like getting a tattoo artist to draw it or anything. Totally. She still uses and that like, by the way. It's like cl- clip art kind of looking stuff mm-hmm. and the sort of like fake distressed stuff. Uh, it's just aesthetically it's, it's not my thing. It's a little bit Gretchen Wilson is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Word respect. Don't disagree. I think that I can get down with the pacing and the vibe of the song a bit more than you two, obviously, but 
Yeah, I don't know. Do you all have... The- in- oh, go for it, Cody. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, you know, this. this... You're right. This song is maybe more direct than those other songs. I haven't... I can't remember, like, all the lyrics to Independence Day, but... Dick, like goodbye Earl is more of a tongue in cheek kind of like it's about the same thing, but it's uh, they somehow make it fun. Right. And this is much more like I'm going to shoot this motherfucker <laughs> as soon as he comes home. Like I'm going to be like it's. uh And she is a little more talks about the abuse a little bit more yeah. up front, which is sort of off-putting but also maybe important i yeah i think like yeah so she i'm going home i'm gonna load my shotgun wait by the door and light a cigarette if he wants a fight well now he gets one and he ain't seen me crazy yet um i don't her use of i mean this album i think is called crazy ex-girlfriend <laughs> crazy ex-girlfriend yeah her use of that term i i hope that it's sort of like an attempt at like just taking a word that's used negatively like i don't know if miranda lambert's thinking about the word crazy the way that i am but regardless yeah. Um, he's, he slapped my face and he shook me like a rag doll. Don't that sound like a real man? And I think that then she says, I'm going to show him what little girls are made of gunpowder and lead. And that direct nature of that statement is, is important, I think. And I think this is a song that's listened broad, probably has a, a cross gender, um, audience at the time that it comes out. And I just think, I don't know, like, I, I don't know if what Lambert's trying to do, if she's, but I do think that st- sh- t- talking about, what what I think would be pretty common abuse potentially in in relationships mm-hmm. is is valuable for sure. Yeah, I I would also like to point out that at the end of the song she fires a shot, but then you still hear him grunting. <laughs> no, that's um, a door closing, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So uh, maybe she doesn't really kill him, but she's like, you know, here's a warning shot. I'm not fucking around anymore. Don't do that anymore. Like that kind of thing. If if this song came out like three years later or whenever it was, like after The Walking Dead got mm-hmm. popular, I could see them framing it as like, no, it's a zombie because <laughs> he's kind of making that zombie noise. It's totally a zombie noise. <laughs> she, she was just really into Twenty Eight Days Later. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I she ruined the song. I mean, she. It's was, a weird choice. Yeah, it's a weird choice. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. Independence Day, I quickly referenced the lyrics and reminded myself, just quick jog of memory, is how weird that song is because you could t- you could technically listen to that song and think that it's a song about the revolution um, <laughs> and Independence Day, but you, the closer you listen to it, like if you're not paying much attention. So she's definitely like cloaking it a little bit, um, making it less direct. Whereas this song, like there's a, I didn't catch the timestamp on this, unfortunately, I feel bad about it now, but like she's, I love this like, this vibe where she's like, well, it's half past 10, another six pack in and I can feel the rumble like a cold black wind. I think that means the car is coming, right? He pulls in the drive, the gravel flies. He don't know what's waiting here. This time is a fucking, um, it's a wild verse. It's really direct. And I think that, yeah, uh, McBride isn't doing that shit. Like she, she shies away from that for sure. Yeah. It's, it's like the, uh, independence day and goodbye Earl are maybe like, we've put up with this for too long and now we're going to do something about it. And she is like, this is never going to happen again. (laughs) Like as soon as he walks in the door, I'm going to kill him. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. You got any timestamps? I I do not have any timestamps on this song or the next song because I suck. 
That's fine. This song, actually, when I was reading about it, it's kind of like critically acclaimed. Like Pitchfork said it was great. Wow. Paste Magazine. I mean, at the time. So I guess the, I don't know, the measure was a little different, but Mm -hmm. weird. But I guess, you know, she's saying something. So that that counts for something. Sure. True. Also, I think that your point about country at the time being just trash lets the trash lets the lesser <laughs> trash bubble up a <laughs> yeah. little bit. Yeah, good, good point. And I think, I mean, I will say, like, this is her second album. Her first album is called Kerosene. Isn't that what it's called? What is it called? Kerosene's mm-hmm. the out song from it. Look, look at how well I listen to and know this shit. <laughs> um, um, is that yeah, the... Kerosene? Yeah, is her first okay. album. I don't know. They're such they're they're mixed bags. Like they're, I think a lot of in, in a lot of ways. Like the the styles are strange, and I don't know. It's it's probably like she was like we need that re- we need that uh, McBride revenge song, and we need it to be like a that rocky country riff, and let's do this. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> sort of vibe. And then um, Blake Shelton heard the song and was like, "That's the girl I want to date." It's <laughs> <laughs> tight. Are we done with this song then? I think so. Yeah. I th- well, unless we... I, no, I have a timestamp. Sorry. Oh, do you? Go ahead. What um, is it? Three minutes. It's sort of an I'm dead grunt, at least. Like, it's, it's <laughs> sure. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, good stuff, Nate. Good stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, last song. Uh, another unfortunate album cover. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> the weight of these wings. <laughs> song is called Well Rested. was really pretty though i really yeah. do like this song yeah i i couldn't write down any timestamps because i was just like this is just pretty and i want to keep listening to it i felt a little yeah. similar i mean it's a fucking waltz you can dance with to this song in a way yeah it's pretty <clears throat> rad yeah it's it's a good one i've got just a couple yeah that cover if it was if this was if it came out in like 88 sure it'd be fine but yeah. i can't believe that album cover made it past like any like executive in like 20 what 2016 2016 yeah i mean uh, even if it would be better even if the photographer just had her fucking move over (laughs) two inches so that she's (laughs) in the center of the heart that's behind her yeah like what come the fuck on just take another photo i mean i feel like country only recently has figured out graphic design and i wouldn't even say all country country. i think like there is a school of country that knows how to yeah market uh itself now but man i often wonder about this because i do like there's that stereotype about americans just like we don't we don't really have fashion sense like the standard like country music fan like that kind of american like Mm -hmm. the stereotypical one like I wonder uh-huh. if it's just like, I don't give a fuck. Just put a picture on there. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like If they're just not super worried about it. Even the Maybe. font, like the weight of these wings font. Oof. Yeah, it's bad news. It's really bad. Yeah. I I have this on CD. I love this this double, this album. This uh, It's a double disc, huh? Yeah. Double disc. I want to hear yeah. it. 
it's very is good. it uh, better than melancholy and the infinite sadness it is not even <laughs> close <Okay. laughs> um, but it's good for sure and i think i don't know they're like tin man you'll you'll know that song cody like came out on this yeah. album it's full version of it is here and it's great i could have put it on here this song i felt um really epitomized what this album is called it's supposed to be like her divorce album like she's mm-hmm. like a pretty pretty emo one and yeah she's playing it in this song she's playing it up in the song at a pace that i just fucking love like i feel like it's just slowly drip like so slow and so rolled out um yeah i don't even know how to describe it but lyrically <laughs> speaking like the way she sings is just fucking wonderful yeah yeah yeah, her voice sounds great and her delivery is great in this song. My first timestamp's at 43. Mine's at 40, huh? That's my only timestamp, actually. Finally, some pedal steel. Yeah, was that yeah. solo too long for you there, That's Cody? All, no, pedal steel solo can go on as long as it wants. <laughs> yeah, like I literally listen to like instrumental pedal steel ambient music that is just like one song that's ten minutes long. <laughs> that's and so cool, all, and it's it's cool. This is the most traditionally country song I think that you mm-hmm. put on here. Yeah, uh, but it's a, it's a good one. I uh, I have to shout out Nico Case uh, every time I talk about uh, a woman singing country music. Uh, <laughs> this reminds me of something Nico Case would do in her earlier days, mm. uh, which I really appreciate. Uh, what's next on our timestamps? My next one is two oh three. My gears are grinding. So I don't, I, I would imagine she wrote or had part of these lyrics, but like even from a poetry standpoint, like the verse before she's got A, A, B, B, and then she does A, B, A, B here. She's mixing things up a little bit. It's a yeah. little, it's a little fancy and that the rhymes are good. They're not forced. It's, mm-hmm. it's tight. Yeah. I love that reverby guitar. Yeah. In. It's yeah. so like it's so random, good. uh, randomly played. I really like that. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm actually interested to for you to play this solo at the end of the song because it didn't it did not register as a solo to me, so I must have liked it. Oh no, I meant the the last not the end of crazy or gunpowder and oh oh that's right that's right solo part okay you're right that sucks but all the guitar (laughs) the guitar in this is is all great because at that point it it kind of keeps going in that way I remember correctly yeah. I'm just, I fucking want to throw in something else here. So I'm going to pick, I don't know, a random timestamp here and see what we get. Uh, how about right here? 
random pull because yeah, that totally. is amazing. Yeah. It's a really good song, folks. Listen to it. <laughs> Don't look at the album cover. Listen to the song. It's gorgeous. The guitar yeah. on there is great. I don't think I really... The electric guitar didn't stand out to me until playing them just now. So now when I listen again, I've got something bonus <laughs> to listen to. Uh, it's uh, He doesn't play on this song, but I was when I was looking at the personnel of this album, a guy named Pig, Pig Robbins plays piano. Oh, Piggy. And, and that guy has been around like as a, a Nashville session guy since forever he played oh. on like the first thing he played on was George Jones, white lightning. And he's been oh, on like a million great country songs. So wow. shout out to that. And it's cool that she or the producer had the like recognition of like, let's get this guy on the record. Hell yeah. That's cool. Yeah. What else we got? Do we have anything else for this song? You want to watch a video or something? Can we, can we, Danny, I, I almost, I insisted that we made this a six songs or less. Cause I, I really want you to hear Oklahoma sky because okay. to me, it is a perfect companion to the song. Eye of the storm by knock knock. <laughs> oh, and I think you will pick up on it immediately. And I have a playlist where I have those two songs next to each other and it's great. Okay. We don't have to necessarily listen to the whole thing, but. Uh, uh, I'd should, like you to Should we listen to the album version or, or live version? Uh, album version for sure okay. In Watch Together? Yeah, I'm gonna oh, yeah. pull it up right here Is this the, Wait, if I remember this song correctly It starts off with a Pace Picante riff <laughs> Great album cover <laughs> Not her worst <laughs> It's her second best, I think. So how come uh, this didn't make it onto the playlist? I'd like to know, Nate. <laughs> Cody, he told me about this song being something he liked a lot. Yeah, so it was kind of, uh, what's it called? Not appropriate, because I already knew it. Oh, okay. I'll, I will also say, like, she has a lot of stuff that's sort of in this pacing and this, uh-huh. like, not, this is great. It's, like, super standout, but, like. When I was mentioning one of the reasons to try and dig back and get more of a rock song yeah. is because I tend towards this version of yeah, Miranda yeah. Lambert. Yeah, this is really, really nice. And yes, it is a companion to that knockoff song. 100%. Um. And it's kind of funny because I'm getting an echo. From some, from from something. Probably me. Probably me. I'm sorry. No, no, it's it's kind of fun. Um, we don't have to listen to the whole thing, but maybe skip to like the last 
30 seconds of this song and okay. some of the noodling kind of thing coming that that is in it is Yeah. That's a, a good one. Gorgeous song. <laughs> that was a good sixth sixth song to listen to. Bonus song. Yeah. It's like a it's like a basketball reference, the sixth man or something like that. Uh yeah, I think that yeah. has something to do with basketball. <laughs> we need Dante on the pod for that. <laughs> yeah, not. you like how quickly I shut down as soon as you <laughs> mentioned the sport. <laughs> <laughs> This was a really fun playlist, Nate. Oh, damn. Yeah. It was very cool. It was cool to do something different and talk some shit about some album covers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You, you, you made the right call of putting in, like, even Gunpowder and Lynn, which I did not enjoy that much as a song. I think you made the right call of putting in something like that rather than another surefire hit. Like, yeah. Um, like Oklahoma Sky. For a more interesting conversation. For yeah, sure. that's true. That's true. Totally. If you're Cody, if if you listen to that revolu- that that uh, revolution album, there's like White Liars on there, Dead Flowers, The House That Built Me, like her most probably her most critically acclaimed song. Like it's all okay. in that. Like check that shit out. But I've, all right, I will. I felt is like, the um, is Dead Flowers the Rolling Stones song? It's not. No. Okay. I don't, I don't think so. I, but yeah, I don't know. There's a lot out there. That's a, you know, she has nine okay. albums. It's just the way so, it is. Yeah. Revolutions. That's what you said. That is the name of the one. Yeah. Revolution. It's got a, it's also a terrible cover. Um, <laughs> it looks, it looks from its time. Like she did this, she has this wild knack for shooting a cover of an album that looks exactly like that time. <laughs> it's a time stamp. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious to listen to, uh, to more stuff. Uh, I feel like I could come up with a good playlist of things to dig. Like I, I really like that Oklahoma Sky song we just listened to. So I don't know. I want to check you out should. Marfa tapes too and just yeah, skip every say, time like, the dude starts singing. Weird. Weird. The, I don't think the dude is bad. Yeah. I mean, it's not her, but but uh, yeah, you should definitely give that album. Okay. Should I uh, watch like, the, the thing? No. No, I would skip that unless you're like get obsessed with it like I did and I felt like I had to watch it. But yeah, uh, yeah, listen to it the whole way through. Try not to skip anything. We should do a a, I don't even know if this is this is uh, quote unquote legal, but we should do an in-person pod where we uh, just watch the Marfa tapes (laughs) and talk shit about it. All right. That'll be on Patreon, folks. It would be your shortest episode. <laughs> it would be. Like, it's just like one movie, one one ninety minute movie that we talk shit about and then say goodbye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will give Lady Miranda Lambert three. I'm going to go with a solid three. A three. Three point three zero seconds of summer. <laughs> what do you got, Cody? How much summer are you going to give her? Based on these five songs. I will give her a 3.75. Hell yeah. Cody likes her 
uh, 75% more than I do. Is that how that what works? If, <laughs> is that how math works? Yep, that's I, how it I works. Think, I don't think so. <laughs> What if um what if it was these five songs plus that Garth Brooks YouTube video? Oh, I mean the Garth Brooks YouTube video uh, gets five seconds of every summer of my life. Yeah. Man, uh, I'm gonna watch that again tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna make Brandy watch it. Yeah, plug so, it into your speakers and stuff. Let it let it be oh, heard. I will. Okay, I will. the playlist as is gets a three. Uh, the playlist with Oklahoma Sky gets a three point two. Hell yeah. The playlist with uh, <laughs> Oklahoma Sky and that Garth Brooks song gets a solid four. Oh, <laughs> that Garth Brooks song is doing a lot of work. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> it, it really is. It really, really is. This was fun. We should do more uh, uh, three host episodes. I think that's pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, fun. Let's do some Jason Isbell or something. I don't know. Oh man, I like him a lot, but I am not a expert or a, like I don't know how all of his his albums yeah. well enough. But maybe I can dig a little deeper. Yeah, come up with something. It's an assignment. Cool. Okay. Anybody want? Anybody got anything fun to say at the end of the episode? Shoot. What's your shirt say, Nate? A victory for one is. Oh, it's a victory for all. A this victory. is a. It's an uh, an industrial workers of the world motto. Like a, uh, one big union. And it's a out. cat holding up a little cat fist. Yeah, I also love it for that reason. Wait, um, this is a side. But cat, Cody, do you have a cat? I've got two of them. What colors are they? One is orange yeah. and one is black. Yeah, hell yeah. We've got three all black cats. I'm obsessed nice. uh, with the black short hairs. Very cool. I mm-hmm. thought I saw that on the internet. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> the black one has one eye. She's oh, adorable. even better. What's her name? Tippy. Tippy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the orange cat? Alfred. Alfred from the Orange Cat Army. Gotcha. So okay. uh, it's like an Alfred Hitchcock Tippy Hedron reference. I think oh, I even talked about this on another podcast. And after we chose those names, I was like, that's not a great idea because they did not have a good relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Tippy's a good name, though. My, my yeah. grandma had a dog named Tippy. Ah. Yeah. It's good stuff. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> what a weird way to end an episode <laughs> on Miranda Lambert. <laughs> uh, okay. That's cool, bye, though. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. If, Mar- if Miranda Lambert is the Garfield of country music, who is <laughs> the Odie and who is the Normal? Is it really mm. the Odie of country music? The Odie of country music. I don't know. It's Garth Brooks, uh, I guess. <laughs> Garth, uh, Garth Brooks. Wait, 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 wait. T shirt. Garth Brooks. Garfield wearing yeah. the Cowboys hat and the. Oh the, my God. Uh, cowboy shirt split up into four different colors yeah yeah with a 
All right. Dainty We're going to have some, some five songs or less merch. <laughs> Keep an eye out. You you think that Garth Brooks won't come at you. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> you will have a cease and desist four minutes after posting He, he doesn't stream his music, but that fucker's on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> if he's not, he's paying 37 other people to go find that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Google my name.